Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Oh, yes. Hey, tonight is going to be amazing Fif- because... 52 weeks. Yes. Tonight is the celebration of Wake the Bear's birth. <laughs> yep. One year. <laughs> we had 52 episodes. Uh, one came on late just due to the the resident's speech. and uh, yes, But other than speech. that, we did 52 consecutive weeks. We got preempted. We did. Yeah, the state of disunion. <laughs> the, the big uni- unifier. Hey, I want to let you guys know I have had the best year working and uh, broadcasting with you. It has been such an honor um, to, to see how there was a vision. We got it together, and uh, we released a sound over uh, the airways that has gone far and wide. And so uh, wow. thank you for inviting me in. And uh, here's to season two. Yeah, the feelings, yes. feelings mutual. Love you guys. This yep. is amazing. Likewise, likewise. So. Some, some, some amazing hobbits. Yeah, and we want to thank our listeners and our sponsors and our supporters, too, who have been with us for a year. And, uh, yes, this is our happy birthday um, celebration show, and so we're going to be doing some review. But mm. uh, I just wanted to also, while we're honoring our listeners, I wanted to honor those uh those public safety, firefighters and law enforcement, those who are um, even part of the Port Authority, those who are in our military, I want to honor you because, you know, Sunday was 9-11, and we should never let that day go by. It is not just a regular day without recognizing that it shifted things. And in our nation, in our hearts, it shifted our our way of um, complacency. In a sense, it was a beginning of a waking of a bear, you know, waking of an eagle maybe would be more Mm. appropriate as our nation realized there is a vulnerability that we have. And I I think in the 21 years since then, uh, we are continuing to learn we have not fixed that vulnerability. But but let me just say to our listeners who serve um, in public safety, in the fire department, in the police department, in our sheriff department, in our National Guard, in our military, in all all those uh, different branches of the services Thank you, thank you, thank you you for Mm -hmm. keeping us safe, for giving your best and putting your lives on the line. I remember um, I was in the fire service during 9-11. It was... um, it's always so interesting as people are running out of a building that is on fire and uh, is intenable um, that people are running in and they are true heroes. And those, uh, there were police officers on those bucket brigades who were not firefighters, but they were trying to put out the fire. And so uh, we just want to honor all of those uh, today for 9-11. Yeah, we say thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, they gave it all. Some, some gave all. Gave some. Some gave all. That's yeah. That was uh, quite an event. And um, this week we had other events that were quite interesting. I mean, we had the death of the Queen. That's the end of an era. Yeah. Major yeah. era. Seventy Longest years. Reigning monarch for Britain, and uh, you know, I, I just feel like there's got to be some sort of marker. Just waiting to figure that one out. But mm-hmm. uh, seventy years. You know, 70 years and seven months and, you know, double sevens there. And, um, you know, there's a lot of lot of studies that people have done with the queen and her bloodlines. And, you know, you hear she's a reptilian and then others say that she is divinely, you know, from the tribe of Judah all the way down. And her genealogy say that in the British Museum and stuff. So uh, we'll just see what plays out. But uh, for now, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was interesting. I am not too thrilled about who's coming in uh and we'll see what happens with charles but um there's a lot of interesting stories about him and well charles charles was part of the uh world economic forum and was making uh Mm -hmm. this is the opportunity to seize the day to uh use this COVID 19 event to transform the world Uh, so he's definitely part of the global politics and the elitist um powers i mean I don't know about uh, the Queen. Um, you know, like you said, there's stories both f- pro and a con. I, you know, only God knows her heart, and so we we pray right. that uh, she 
she found Jesus and uh, repented of her sin, and she's you know she's with him now. Yeah, and I think that the thing about um, the elites that they don't understand that in Christ there is no Jew or Gentile. That when we come into God's family, He doesn't say you are the elite one and you are not the elite one. When you are in God's family. We're all his favorites. That's right. And that if through the blood of Jesus, there's something in our DNA. He, we put on the righteousness of Christ, and he sees us as, as his very son. The Father sees us in Christ. That's right. And so uh, there is um, no elitism in heaven, uh, although we all, you know, we all look to the throne, and we all, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess um, to, uh, to give give glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Spirit. So um, it, he, he showed his greatest humiliation. He gave us the example when he left heaven with all his, his rights as a Godhead, and he came into a human embryo and through a, um, a poor young girl came into the world, yeah. and, and he rescued us from what we couldn't rescue ourselves from. So He accomplished nope. the work that yeah. we couldn't do ourselves. Right. Well, before we go down the list of uh, shows that we've done in the past, let's kind of review what what the Wake the Bear was or is and well, is going to be. I would go right right off the bat. I mean, it goes basically basically what you were saying, Chris, is that you know Jesus was is and is the divine liberator. Um, the Bible says that um, for freedom's sake, for freedom's sake, Christ set you free. So. God is the liberator. Jesus is the mechanism. He's the person. He's the liberator, divine liberator. Uh, liberating us from what? The tyrant who is Lucifer. The, the world has been handed. We, we have handed over more and more and more of our God-given rights and authority on this planet from the very beginning, from Genesis chapter 3. We handed over our birthright to Satan. And this, we're in the middle of a battle, and that's that's really what Wake the Bear is about. Is that for a long time, many of us have been asleep, and uh, you know, we want to you know we want to clarify and discern the challenges, the warfare that's going mm -hmm. on around us. Now, this is not physical, although sometimes it takes physical form. It is a spiritual battle we're in, and we want to be able to look at each of these different things from a godly perspective, from a biblical perspective, from the the view overarching view of what God is doing, and we want to empower people activate people and we want to bring a hopeful perspective that that, that we, we we're not outnumbered we're just disorganized we're out organized by the enemy we only lose if we fall asleep and give up you know and so we've been why is wake the bear why does it exist it's to wake california up the bear is on our flag the bear is a symbol of power chris that you've mm -hmm. said the bear is a symbol of yeah. power and it's actually biblical. If you look at like the 12, 12 tribes of Israel, they each had like an animal symbol for the, each of them, right? So our, you know, our flag is like, this is, this is the Republic. It says the Republic on it, the Republic of California. So we want to liberate. We want to um, diligently preserve freedom that we were given. And it, that takes action that, that you can't just be asleep watching football on every Sunday, you know, or whatever, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's been evident that the bear had been and and still in some sense is in hibernation. And and so we know that we have to diligently protect freedom, uh, that oh, while you sleep, it's taken away. While you're hypnotized, and, and I'm thinking television and video games and, uh, and even work in some, you know, we need to provide for our families, but that hypnosis, or when you're intoxicated, when you choose to check out a lot of Californians checked out uh, their high on drugs most of the time and uh, it decreases our will our desire our freedom our choice it kind of dehumanizes our passions and so uh, we've allowed ourselves to be in a place um, where things have gone wrong and it's taken many years to get here and now it's time to to wake up and come out of that sleep and stand up and take back our state for freedom it's good it's really good yeah it's like a pendulum you know everything's going well then people start to relax lower their guard mm -hmm. and it has to get bad enough before that pendulum swings the other way and things go bad and then it swings all the way over the other side it actually wakes them up saying 
oh my gosh, I've been asleep. And I think we're at that point where people are going, oh my gosh, we've been asleep. That's yeah, the judges cycle, the biblical judges cycle, where we, you know, they were the Israelites yeah. turned away from God and they turned to other gods, and then the people who worshipped those gods then turned them into slaves. So that's that's the battle we're in. Is uh, it's a battle against tyranny, where it's a battle against slavery, and you, sometimes you're a slave of your own devices, right? Oh yeah. Everybody's on their phones, and they're a slave <laughs> of their devices. So, I so the question I have for you guys is, what made you want to be start the wake the bear? I mean, why did you why did you start this radio? Why did you say I'm 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 in? Let's do this, Brandon. Well, I think uh, speaking for myself is, you know, a lot of the research I've done and it's like, who do you share this with? Uh, mm -hmm. Then there's a handful of friends and we're like, oh my gosh, you know, we start diving in together and start uh, working as a group. And it's like, you know what, more people need to hear some of these things because I'm not hearing it on the mainstream media. I'm not hearing it in the churches. I'm not hearing it mm -hmm. at the schools. I'm not hearing it around the water cooler. And so for me, that motivation was, hey, this is some some good research that needs to be known. And uh, I was very appreciative when others shared it with me. Yeah, wow, that's so. great. Well, and I, I uh, come from a military family background. My father was a fighter pilot in the Air Force. My grandfather was in the Army. My uncle was in Special Forces. So I have, I have been um, taught, and it's in my bloodline, to love this country. Mm. And patriotism is deep within me. And, and the price it costs to keep it, mm -hmm. not just to get it. And the, his, I grew up on the East Coast for the most part, and so was surrounded by the historical uh, battle sites of Gettysburg and Yorktown and uh, the places, uh, all the monuments. My father was stationed at the P Pentagon, so we saw the monuments, and, and it was very clear that uh, this nation represented something. Uh, and um, I, I owe it to my next generation. I have children and grandchildren uh, that that which I was handed will not free fall. And having seen the, the slippery slope of socialism creep into our state, um, I knew I, I had to do something. And yep. so when offered the opportunity, I thought I can have a voice and I can make a difference. And so uh, that's really um, why I stepped into it was hoping that my voice would go out on the airways and would shake some, some people awake. Mm, good. That's good. How about you, Brandon? I, I want to be able to tell my children's children that mm. when everybody else was silent, I was not silent. I have to be able to say to my, the, you know, the people that are coming that I didn't stay silent. I didn't, I wasn't shamed. I sensed like there's almost like a shaming into silence that's been going on um, with, you know, the, the election being stolen with the uh, safe and effective experimental injections that we were told that now we know they're not safe. And we, I mean, we knew from the beginning, but we were shamed. They try to shame people who have a, uh, who have a free thinker, the shaming free thinkers into silence and silencing our voice. And I just, I needed to speak out and I, I used my pulpit to do it, but I didn't want to do it only at church. I wanted to be able to go into greater details. I mean, I'm a, I, I focused on, you know, preaching 80% Jesus, the answer, and 20% the problem and put in the pulpit. And here I pre preach probably talk about 80% of the problem, but 20% of the answer. So, right. and that's just a shift. I needed to be, have a place of where I could speak out against tyranny um that i was seeing take over our nation that i've seen and that's still going on so yeah i mean ephesians says you know have no uh no uh business with the uh deeds of darkness but rather expose it you mm -hmm. know so you're exposing it on this show uh you know what why don't we go through yeah this the history of this last uh, year at least uh let's take half a year this this evening and see where we go yeah we're on kseo radio um probably towards the end we may take some calls at 479-1080 so um if you want to call the last 10 minutes uh, we're here on till till nine so about 850 we might take a few extra calls if we get through uh, all the things but we're tonight we're just going to go through and summarize you know the first half the first 25 weeks of our our time together we've covered a lot of material mm -hmm. when we were going when i was going yeah. over it i was like really proud of this of this show Oh, yeah. We covered a lot, and 90% and of the stuff is still totally relevant right now. Yeah, and, I, you know, I was praying tonight uh, for the show, like very often what I do before the show, and I just heard the Lord say, um, let the listeners know that we're playing the long game. 
that this is the long game. And it just sounded like uh, the Lord, as far as um, he is a, a God of endurance to, to keep pressing in, keep going after it, and not to be like the three-year-old in the back seat saying, well, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> that we actually get to take hold of a legacy uh, that... Um, that has maturity in it, that has resilience in it. And so uh, when you look and listen to the shows that we've done, we actually, you know, we would pray about, God, what do you want to say this week? And there's a thread. If you notice as we talk about our our, um, our last 52 weeks, and we'll be doing that over a two-week period, notice some of the threads. And these are some of the things that are on God's heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go to our very first show, our yeah. very first show. We called it Total Recall, and it was the recall of Gavin Newsom. And, um, you know, looking back now, did he get recalled? Uh, No. No. I mean, he's still in power. But that effort actually created something that still will benefit many people. You know, who knows, but he may even be thrown in the forefront for presidency in Mm -hmm. 2024. Yet he has a really big, dark stain on his record, and that is a number of people in California don't like them. Don't like them at all, and they have plenty of reason to, and they've done their research, and it's readily available. So you don't have some, someone that was really great, that everybody loved, and no, I mean, there's stuff at the forefront. So I would say that effort, though it did not create the, uh, anyway, didn't create it the- It galvanized the, the, our voice. It galvanized people to say, you know what, we got to make action. And that, and that, that's what I loved about it is that, you know, it over, we overcame our, our apathy and our fear and our ignorance, which is what, that's the theme mm-hmm. I think that we have in every show is that our enemy is Satan. Our enemy is not people. Our enemy is Satan. Right. And these are the tools he uses, apathy, fear, and ignorance. And you, you informed everybody of all the things that Gavin Newsom had done horribly. And you, you, instead of, you know, cowering in fear, people spoke out. They got signatures. And instead of being apathetic and lethargic and listless, they actually got out there and got the signatures. And I think it's the only, the second time that we've ever been able to do a recall, right, in California's history. It might be. I don't know. I, I believe there's one other, one other governor that was attempted to be recalled. Gray, um, maybe Gray yeah, Davis? Yeah, Gray Davis, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, and I think what it did, too, is we, we wanted to put action to our no. We knew something wasn't right with what our governor was representing, and it got us together to say, you know what, we're not victims. We can do something about this. So we, we uh, did want to do the show to, to bring the, the importance of the recall. Now, whether there was fraud or, or whether we just failed uh, in the, uh, to get out and do the vote, you know, we don't know. I don't know that history will ever let us know. But we did learn something. And we had enough people in the signatures to have recalled him had everyone who signed petitions actually voted. So we learned something. Yeah. I, I think it was stolen. That's my, my opinion. I actually think there's way more people that are conservative in California than we think. I think, that, I think that we, we, we're, we believe the narrative that we're the minority. I don't think we are, actually. Well, let's jump on to week two and three. That was a double week, and it was both on vaccines. Yeah, um, so mark of the beast or not? Well, that was the question. Yeah, yeah. that's where is it the mark? Because a lot of people come to me, Brandon, Pastor Brandon, is that is this the mark of the beast? I'm saying, listen, uh, it's not the mark of the beast because when the people of the earth take it, they'll know that they're pledging themselves to Lucifer. Mm-hmm. But it is this. It is the. It is a psychological experiment to see how many people will resist being forced to inject stuff into their body without their choice, my body, my choice, whether you really believe that or not. And there was a lot of people that just complied and they just believed the propaganda. And that, this is the largest, two types of experiments, the largest experiment we've ever had psychologically. It's a fear propaganda psychological experiment to see how many people will resist and also the actual injections themselves, whatever, depending on which batch you got. Um, some people got saline, some people got mRNA technology. Some people got just flat out died, and we're seeing the numbers come out now. So this is um, obviously still relative. Our second show still relative to mm-hmm. right now because we're still reaping the the destruction of the decisions that were made by our by our leaders. Yeah, and we started. Um, we we made people our listeners aware of the VAERS report and the 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 gross number. Um, of vaccine injuries as well as deaths uh, that just didn't seem to be affecting our government um, 
as far as recalling the vaccination. What's, so the, what's the VAERS? Chris? The VAERS is the vaccine uh, adverse, adverse effect um, website that is on the CDC, and it it's required to um, to um, for the CDC to to have that that reporting place. It's mm -hmm. a platform to report where anyone can go on if they think they've been vaccine injured. And so it was a traceable uh, number, but normally it's been used to pull vaccines off after a certain number. But we've, we have noticed that, uh, you know, yeah. we are in the Millions. Uh, the millions of vaccine injuries on the VAERS reporting website right now, and, and nothing's been yeah. recalled. Every single time that there was more than five or 10 or 20 d deaths or even yeah, injuries, they, they would say, okay, we're black boxing this. Okay, now we're pulling it. With it if it got to 50, th it was off the market. Yeah. And, and, and now we're at millions of people having reactions. And it's, yep, nothing's changed since then, but changed. more information. I mean, they're finding the clotting now, and, do, and a lot of that's been coming out lately. How about the next week? Uh, show number four it was the beginning or middle of uh, October. It was Jesus is involved in politics. Well, and this one was kind of a theological discussion, you know, because most people, and I was hearing this from my pastor friends, hey, Brandon, why are you getting involved in politics? Jesus was involved in politics. And, 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 and uh, that is categor categorically untrue. Well, you know, he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God's what is God's. He said, my world is this, not this world. And they would use these little piffy phrases. And you're like, no, Jesus saved his harshest rebuke for the politicians who were the Sadducees and the Pharisees who were working in tandem, in collusion with the Roman government. And he spoke his harshest rebuke against them. And, there, you know, people would say, well, you should be more nice like Jesus. <laughs> well, you, did you hear how Jesus addressed the, the Pharisees? He called them whitewashed tombs and brood of vipers. So Neil Mammon came on and he gave a, he wrote an amazing book and talked about that. And I, I, I was super happy to have him on. Yeah, that was a great show. Yeah, it kind of tied into the, our next week where, where we did the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate because we, we actually introduced it in week number four. And, Brandon, you actually um, you, you introduced that uh, to us, and you, you got us reading the material. So we were looking outside of – I was looking outside of my box. And uh, that's where we went over the concept that higher levels of authority are not the law in themselves, but they are under the law, and there is a, a chain of command as far as magistrates and lesser magistrates. Yeah, well, there's a balance of power. I mean, this is the problem that our, our civics has not been taught in our schools. Kids don't understand authority. They don't understand that actually the most important person on the ground in your city to protect your rights is your sheriff. Yeah. And your sheriff can actually kick federal FBI. agents out of, out of your house and out of your property. The sheriff is there to defend your rights. And that's, like what, that's what's actually what all of our, organiza our government organizations are there for. Not, not to take your rights, but to defend your rights. So, I mean, the doctrine of lesser magistrates was just basically to focus on the fact that you cannot say, like they tried to do in Nuremberg, we were just following orders mm -hmm. when we sprayed all the Jews and murdered them. No, no, no. That's not how it works. You have been given authority, and within your sphere of influence, you are there to protect the rights of people, regardless of what your higher-up tells you to do. Right. And actually, that the doctrine of the lesser magistrates was brought up the week before by a caller at first. And then, and then Brandon, you started filling us in, in that week, and we were starting Well, someone reading. handed me a book. Someone handed me a book written by a pastor who goes back and goes through all the places where the doctor... Yeah, and you had it in your, your bag. You were, you were geeking out there on it. Go, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just happen to have this book in my backpack. I learned a lot from that one. That was good. Yep. That was good. So the, the next uh, two weeks, we had a, a local guest... Cat, known as Mellow Cat. Yeah, Mellow Cat. And uh, basically preserving our legacy uh, for children. And she's part of, like, uh, what is it, Guardians of Youth. Mm -hmm. That Telegram is a huge, very active page. She's part of the team with the CD, um, the, uh, what's the organization that oh. uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., Junior. Robert Kennedy Jr. was on? Uh, Children's Defense. Defense. Children's Health Defense. Health yeah, she's Defense. Part, of the, part of their team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she'd be out there with a bullhorn and she, just really rallying the troops, you know. So she was very inspiring, and it was really great to have her on. And, and they just care about the kids. And so their focus is mostly masks and vaccines uh, around children. 
you know, this mandate and stuff like that. And so they're kind of like a mama bears in a way. So. Yeah, they were out in the community and they were organizing local protests and using our, our First Amendment freedom of speech. And they were peaceful and respectful, but very firm. There was one uh, one protest down at the Office of Education here in town where they were holding some people's feet to the fire just saying these are not good um, mandates for our children we want to see them change the, the parents should have a voice and so it, it gave uh, what what Michael Flynn would say General Michael Flynn we want to think globally but act locally yeah. so it was uh, a place of acting locally with some action steps and coming together as community um, with others that uh, you know even if you didn't have children school-aged children you could go and stand uh, on behalf and come together for what everyone should would consider is important. Yeah, they had worldwide uh, walkouts on November 3rd back that's then. That's right. And so we were talking about that. And that's how you, you, we can be active. If you hear about a walkout or, or something where people get together to voice their, uh, the, you know, the voice of the people, get involved, get involved. Well, and one of the things that was happening on a, on a national level is that parents were going to school boards and protesting, and par- protesters were, the, the school boards were shutting them down and silencing them and not letting them talk and saying, oh, you're talking too disrespectfully to me. And there was that one father that said, listen, the, 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 the United States Supreme Court says that our critique of your job as a public servant will sometimes be sharp and strong. And you don't, you can't tell us that if I don't talk to you nicely, that somehow I don't have, I can't speak. And he said, no, I'm very against what you're doing and I'm speaking out against it. I don't have to be nice to you. You're a public servant. And sometimes my critique has to be sharp and it has to point out. And there's nothing wrong with that about, I mean, that's what the prophets did. They called out they called out wickedness. They called out evil. They called out things that were wrong. And that's the way our government's designed. People were trying to say like, oh no, these parents are being so obnoxious and so angry. And, and it's like, you, you know, they're making politics so so cacophonous or Donald Trump is doing this or the MAGAs are doing this. Like, you, you do realize that like the vice president shot and killed the, you know, in the early stages of our country, Burr killed Hamilton. So so politics have always been divisive and, and sometimes sharp rebuke happens right yeah. so it's not like it just happened yesterday it just means you haven't been in the fight and and you're trying to critique your people who are critiquing you and telling them you have to talk nicely to me like no sometimes you need to be rebuked yeah. openly and that's yeah, what and there are there are subject matters that are worthy of a sharp word when when we're talking about the safety of our children the, the health of our children our children's education is being withheld or or it's deteriorating there are agendas being given uh, the rights of the parents are being silenced uh, there there's trickery in the government trickery yep. I mean thing, information is being withheld from the very people who love their kids and so at, at some point, your voice should rise up. There is a righteous indignation that needs to come forth. And uh, that's what we were seeing. Uh, and and that's what I think we're going to continue to see yeah. uh, because we are continuing to see a lot of overstep of government. The mamas and the papa bears were growling. And we have a right to growl when you're talking about our kids, period. That's right. So the next week uh, was... Uh Beginning of November, we had voter fraud. This was the Maricopa County. Um, the whole, what do you call it? Just the re infrastructure, not a recount, but a, an audit, a full-on audit. That was when it was in that stadium, and they had like mm-hmm. nine cameras, twenty-four-seven on. And uh, so we were talking about that. That was a major, major victory, just to be able to get the the ninjas. What were they called? They Cyber ninjas, uh, cyber ninjas, yes. Yeah. <laughs> audit, yeah. Yeah, because they showed the country what a proper audit is. You know, everyone right. thinks, uh, oh, just do a recount. Well, if they're all fraudulent, you're just going to recount the fraud. same pro- fraud. Yeah. Yeah. So they went in and they looked at ballots and made sure they were folded. You know, they had ballots that weren't folded that were mail-in ballots. And it's like, how do you get that in that envelope if it's not full? You know, things like that. <laughs> um, you know, they did watermarks. They did all kinds of, they looked at the, the ovals to see if they truly were you know, some were automatically printed. They they got so lazy, they just started printing finished, uh, filled out ballots, you know. Yeah, they, so they would catch those things. And they awakened people to that the voter fraud was actually indeed happening. Yeah. Some yeah. people think, oh, there might have been a little bit of voter No, there was like major systematic voter fraud, and the county of Maricopa was doing everything they could to not give them the legal a- access to the material and to the digital. And they were doing everything to try to stop the audit. 
which is that's not their job. Their job is to say, yes, here's all the evidence. Please, please check it and make sure we did it right. Doesn't that just rub you a weird way if you got a politician who says, no, no, don't look at this, don't look at this. Yeah. Like, what do you hide? You want to just say, hey, you know, we want honesty, we want integrity, go for it. If I lose, I lose. I, I'm, I'm for the rule of law. Well, they destroyyed evidence too. They destroyed the yeah, di digital evidence. Yeah, there's a little evidence. bit of a fire going on too in one of the warehouses that had the actual physical ballots. They, they had a fire as well as the digital evidence that's supposed to be kept for, I believe, 60 months mm -hmm. uh, post-election. Uh, the reason that we did it at that time, too, is here we were one year later after the November yeah. 2020 election, and still nothing had been resolved. And um, and here we are, what, three years or two years? Well, it's, it'll be three years in November, the... the um, the, two years in November, yeah. sorry, two years in November. So, so this was a year ago, and uh, still nothing has been resolved. But there have been a lot of great steps. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of counties across the country have now stepped changed up, the laws. changing the laws, yep. and people are signing up. And one of the things I know Chris did and myself, we signed up to be poll watchers. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so come this November, I'm going to be there looking. Right on. With both eyes. Both eyes. You know, and just doing my patriotic, uh, my citizen's duty, right. just for honesty, not to push one way or the other, just want an honest election. Well, then we changed completely to another subject. Uh, so November 16th, it was the changed movement. Oh, yeah. That was, okay, so that was, we're, so the focus of Wake the Bear is, to, is liberation. It's uh, giving people a voice, liberating them from whatever is in ensnaring them and in putting them in bondage. And so we had a, a good friend of mine, Lauren Hart, come on, and she gave her testimony about b being in the gay lifestyle um, and then getting radically changed over a series of dreams that God had given her and words that she got from the Lord. And she got radically healed and came out of that lifestyle. And she's one of tons of people that came out of that lifestyle. In fact, that group of people went up to Sacramento and they petitioned um, the, 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 who is it, the senator? Um, the, who, they, were trying to, they were trying to criminalize change therapy in all forms, mm -hmm. which would have criminalized the Bible, basically. Um, and they said, listen, you're saying that we people, and there was like 60 of them, they went and stood on the steps and said, you, by criminalizing change therapy, you're saying that we're all frauds. And we were once sinners. We were once broken. We were once in this lifestyle, and we all got free. Yeah. So you're you're saying we don't exist is basically what you're saying. And then they stopped that whole movement. Yeah. It was uh, AB two nine four three. They defeated that bill. And so one would be just creating a book on your testimony. This is what happened in my life. They'd say, Oh, you can't do that. You know. And so she would have had her book on her life, um, you know, taken off the shelves. So. Yeah, it was a good week, good week. And you know what I, I really liked about it, too, is that it just showed it wasn't you need to change. It's, you, if you have Jesus, he is enough. And he, it, just the love that she got from Jesus, she was open to, to follow the way he would want. And, and as a result, she made those changes, but they came through Jesus, not some dogmatic or peer right. pressure people, you know, rejecting her or something like that. She just, you know, she described it as, uh, Jesus said, if you give this up, I have something better for you. And it was like a big teddy bear behind, you know, she had this yeah. vision. And, uh, and so it was just the love of Jesus that won her over. So, yeah. And the following week, um, I went out on the streets. We had what was called Saving Main Street, uh, and it was um, at Christmas. It was knocking off the, kicking off the, the shopping season right around uh, Black Friday, and uh, I had just uh, decided I was going to get rid of my Amazon Prime. Um, membership. I thought, you know, I got to actually do this stuff of not supporting um, big business and uh, the tech business and uh, big boxes and, uh, and put my money where my mouth was. So we went out on the streets and I interviewed down on Pacific Garden Mall, the small business owners of what they, uh, what they had available to the 
Christmas shoppers and Hanukkah shoppers, the holiday shoppers, and what sort of specials they had and how we could support them. And that week was uh, a real encouragement to get out and buy local, that we needed to support small businesses that had been closed all through a government shutdown. And now we're finally trying to get open, trying to get a little bit of of, uh, traction in their business. And so it really was, uh, hey, y'all, shout out. Let's go and support our locals. Well, what it was doing was it was acknowledging the fact, and this is what Robert Kennedy Jr. said, that the COVID shutdowns were the largest transfer of wealth in human history from middle class to upper uber uber wealthy class. It was was something like 30, 40 million or billion dollars or something like that. It was, it was like almost a trillion dollars. And I, I can't remember the exact number, but he, said, he, he cited the sources and the details, and he said it was the largest transfer of wealth ever to people who were already rich. And it yeah. was atta- basically this COVID lockdowns were an attack on the, just the average American family trying to run, run a business and raise a family. So Chris went out there and, you know, started saying, hey, let's let's highlight people on Main Street. Let's bring back the small business. That's what's getting attacked right now. And that was a fantastic. Part of loving your neighbor. Yeah. You know, helping them out. You know, there's a verse uh, in the Bible where it says, don't own property adjacent to yourself. And and people go, well, what's that mean? Is basically at the time that was creating a monopoly. If you have all the fields yeah. around, no one can be around there because, you know, you own everything. You create an unfair monopoly over your brothers. Mm-hmm. So what's the next week? We had the Omicron distraction. So oh, the Omicron was a, a variant of the COVID yep. that uh, was a lot less lethal but it spread a lot quicker. Well, the COVID delusion was losing traction. So they had to keep reviving it with new scary stories of people dying from a new variant that they couldn't even really prove. It was just these theories that these variants were like this. And, oh, it, it was like this. And, and it actually went against everything we know to be true about virology, that, that, that variants actually become less potent and more transmissible over time. And so it was like the in, in the in the it was an exact opposite yeah. of what science says. Well, that one was Delta, I think. I think the Omicron was the one that everybody got. And it was a bad yeah, flu. Yeah, it was. It was just a nothing burger too. It I was, got it, uh, and I didn't get. Uh, yeah. I was like, I was sick for three days, and I, after that, I was fine. About what I had, yeah. But you know what was coming out at that time was the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trial, uh, the election audits. Oh yeah. John Durham investigating investigation was starting to heat up. It was distraction. So it was like a distraction. So we called it the Omicron distraction. So that's, yeah. that was that week. And that yeah, we can learn from that, too, because even as fall, as the, the news cycles come in, even like this, the, the queen dying and um, th- there's something that they're saying, look here, don't look there. And so we need to stay with faces set like flint on what the main deal is and not get too distracted with uh, looking in the wrong places. And that is uh, we need to hold our government accountable uh, for what they are um, passing as far as bills and laws that we're uh, and where our money is going and not be looking other places and be digging into information that isn't really all that important. Although the, the Gisele Maxwell um, trial, it was interesting and she is a key player, but it's kind of like a soap opera. You know, it really is. Yeah. And it, it, it really didn't come to very much, did it? Well, nobody not, nobody not in yet. her black book got put away, well, did she they? she was the only person that got um, got acquitted, right, for, or no, was she, she was prosecuted, right, and found guilty for trafficking children to nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So. Yeah, it was, well, we'll see what happens of that. I still think it's in the background. Well, and, and going back to the kind of the thrust of everything that we're about here is that the reason we're, we're on, you know, local independent radio uh, on KSEO is there's very few stations left that are actually able to freely talk about ideas and ask questions that no one's asking. That's right. The mainstream media is corporately corrupt. It is captured by six mega corporations, and they are putting out 95% of the, the news media, and they're putting out a vision on television, what you should believe. They're telling you who to hate and who to love and what you should think about everything. They even came out that they were saying, like, I think it was like... Um, one on, was a big new. What, what's her name? I can't remember her last. Her dad. Her dad was a wrote, wrote a bunch of books. She was like a. a, a she's a TV show. It's like a Joe and. She, Not much. Sure. No, she came out and said like, 
They're trying to oh. tell people what to think, and that's our, our job. job. Yes, I remember, remember that. Yeah. It was like the Morning Joe, or I think it, yeah. 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 it was. Right. But, it, but it, it it pulled back the veil. There's nothing yeah. behind here. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yep. Like they 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 are clearly creating dialogue and narrative right. to get our eyes off of what matters and to get us focused on and, and telling us narratives that aren't true. That's right, and that, that actually takes us into the next week where we highlighted the fake news and the CIA black op of, of Project Mockingbird and that is still continuing, obviously, today, and that the, a lot of the newscasters are actual CIA-trained and operating uh, for uh, black operations right now as newscasters, and they're part of the, the censorship, they're part of the, the 3 a.m. talking points, they're part of that um, the mind control that the CIA ops have, have done. So we highlighted that uh, right around the, the first of the year. Yeah, that was show number 12. And yeah, Project Mockingbird is like proven. It's like there's a bunch of things that the CIA have, have done and they're absolutely proven. It's not even a, yep. it's not even a theory anymore. Yeah, it's documented. Yeah. It's documented. Yeah, that was the uh, first week of December. And one of the things that week that came out was uh, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> that started, which leads yes. us into the next uh, the next week, which was the Red Pill Experience. The Red Pill Experience. So the Red Pill Experience, uh, we were learning a lot about fake news and what caused us to be red-pilled. And one of the things was Jesse Smollett was found guilty, you know, but yet it was reported that he was a victim of uh, hate crime, you know, hate crime, and, and by MAGA, by yeah. MAGA hat wearers. Yeah, exactly, and which obviously it was, was all. It's a crazy made-up story. This is the problem that we find over and over again: is that yeah. the other side wants to make MAGA evil, and but they can't find actually evil MAGAs, so they have to make up evil MAGAs, and then and that was the whole thing with the steps of um, Nicholas Salmon on the steps of uh, yeah. the, the Lincoln Memorial. Right. Yeah. They were like, they, they, kid, they, he did nothing wrong in the media. And, and then, of course, $230 million later against CNN and MSNBC, yeah. he won. Yeah. Right? Thank Lynn, you, Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood, yeah, took him to court and kicked their butts because they lied through their teeth because they were trying to make Trump supporters look bad. And, of course, you know, the ultimate penultimate of that is the, is the January 6th event. And that yeah. was the same week as the Bubba Wallace, uh, the race car driver. You yeah. know, the noose. Oh, there's a noose. There's you know, a noose that pulled. And then finally someone comes garage. out with a video showing all of them <laughs> pull had string. pull strings uh, that look like nooses, just so your hand could fit in there. Yeah, and the, and those, we did actually two weeks because the next one was out of the Matrix too. And and the reason we were wanting to do that is because we realized that we we woke up at some point and, and we were at, trying to figure out what are the best ways to continue to wake up our friends and family without being obnoxious and without having them stiff arm and uh, so we we talked about the red pill experience and coming out of that droning hibernation uh, hypnotic state of you know things aren't as you're being told. And that's a disturbing, disturbing reality to come up. Uh, it's, it's very frightening. Not everybody's on the same place in the journey. So we need to give people their opportunity to wake up. But when you find out that what you're being told by the government, what you're being told by the news media is not, the, the lion's share is not true or it's it's half truths that have been twisted for a purpose of deception and to create a story that you will take hold of it's very disturbing yeah definitely was and and, you know that movie came out uh during that time oh matrix two or four four oh it's a four yeah yeah the matrix four and so that one you know that that's why we kind of chose that week and and if people remembered throughout the week when they do an advertisement for wake the bear we have that that theme Music, song yeah. from that movie, uh, so we really yeah it really resonated with us the whole red pill. Well, and I think you know going back to that movie, you know that movie was saying that movie was prophetic. It was telling people that there is a whole world that's yeah. being crafted in front of you to keep you satiated. And I remember one of the stories of the guy who um, in that movie who had actually betrayed everybody. Uh, he yeah. said, "Just put me back in the matrix. I don't want. I, I, I want to go back in the matrix. Yeah. I don't want to remember nothing." Ignorance is bliss, and there and that's where we're at right now. Still, is there a lot of people yeah. that want to stay ignorant? 
because then they don't have to deal with the reality that everything they're being told is not true. Yeah, in that story too, one of the reasons he wanted to go back was so that he could eat a piece of meat yeah. uh, in his imagination. It wasn't meat at all, but but that he could taste with his brain and taste buds what meat tastes like. And I mean, we just settle for things that are too small. When we go after um, our desires, we have got to reach to a higher place. Come on. Yeah. Same well, theme as Brave New World, by the way, out of Matrix. Same theme. There's just being irrelevant since pleasure just controls you. You're controlled by your pleasures. Well, the next week, the next week was the last week of 2021. Basically, we just did a wrap-up right. of all the things that were happening in the course of 2021. Yep. Let's go to uh, January 6th, the anniversary of January 6th. We talked about, uh, you know, that day. Well, that one's still going on, yeah. right? I mean, that event is still going yeah. on. There, there is still a pretend court case with no collabor- you know, no evidence of the other side being. It's a big show. It's a big theater. It is communist like propaganda. It's full on straight out of Stalinist common Leninist Stalinist propaganda where you're it's it's a theater for the people yeah who already want to believe a certain thing and they're you know and yeah that was And we'll cover next week Jake Ling's story. And I did get a I did uh reach out to Jake Ling the other day and and his mother said he would like to come back on the show Great. because uh he's got a new movie out and he wants to make sure people you know see the next Yeah, thing. share who Jake Lang is. Jake Lang is one of the political prisoners. Um good godly guy. I mean just we, I was in, that was probably the most impactful show yep. uh, for me just how he kept his spirits up through through just being in communion with God you know the whole time in, in praise worship and just you know and in on January 6th he was there and he saved he almost saved two people's lives one person yeah. they ended up, the police ended up beating her to death and the other there was a young black man that he pulled out of the crowd and helped him get saved he yeah. would have died and he's being charged with like 12 criminal counts for just being there and all he was doing was helping people who were getting hurt and and he's in jail right now because he won't sign a plea deal and he's been there for 19 months. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't even been arraigned yet, and his arraignment is in 2023. Wow. Yep, cement cell, um, a foam pad, and a toilet, a metal toilet. That's it. No chair to sit in. Yeah, uh, He has really no way to, to stretch or do anything in this. I mean, it's, it's really horrid the way they treat him. You know, the light's on 24-7, so, I mean, going to sleep with the lights on. Yeah, and we we saw that week that um, um, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, she visited the D.C. jail and she brought to light just how putrid and horrible the um, the the surroundings were and i'll tell you they're not getting any better if you you notice some of the news feeds you go on true social with some of the family members that of the january 6th uh protesters that have been incarcerated they are being pepper sprayed one one person came out without a mask and um and they were he was beat up just brutally beat up um and so that it's just a difficult heartbreaking um, situation that it's so hard for me to believe how can this be in America and the truth is we need to open our eyes that this has been going on and is going on yeah, yeah it's, it's wicked I mean how, how can this be America is the question like yeah. how can this actually be taking place when during the riots that happened where they burned down buildings people were put in jail for like a night and then released right away and and celebrities were posting bail for people and we still have a young man who did nothing violent is still in jail 19 months later he is a political prisoner yep that's what's going on people need to wake up the church needs to wake up mm-hmm. you know they they can't just say oh we're just going to talk about jesus well this is part of things that innocent people yeah. you know and speaking of that let's just go into the next week the go for state it. ties to child trafficking wow i mean that one was a uh, uh, very disturbing, and we we highlighted mm-hmm. a movie called Out of Shadows. I would suggest anybody that has not seen that to go and see it. Just Out of Shadows, and it's about Hollywood's connection to child trafficking and and worse. 
And it was really, it, I think they had a, about a million views a day for the first two weeks. Oh, yeah. You know, and so, yeah. It, it was, was up to like 24 million views and they took it down and then it was up again and it had another 12, you know, another million views on another platform. Oh, yeah. They kept trying to deplatform it over and over again. And that wasn't, and that was just the, the scraping the surface of what was going on. You got Nick's VM, right? You've got Ghislaine Maxwell. You've got Robert Maxwell, uh, her father, who was a who was a Mossad, Mossad mm -hmm. agent. agent. And she was, I mean, she f flies helicopters and flies and submarines. submarines yeah, so so there's this elaborate honeypot blackmail scheme that's yeah. been going on for 50, 60 years. That's how you control people. Yep. Yeah, and that kind of took us to, uh, into the next week where we uh, had a an interview with Dr. Doug Bennett, and I think that was your connection, wasn't it, uh, Brandon? Yeah, Dr. Doug Bennett, uh, man, he's an amazing guy. He um, he started out, uh, he was abused as a child. He moved into drugs and prostitution. He met Jesus. He started the ministry to get women out of prostitution. He's still doing that ministry today. And we learned, actually, he really called it out. He said, porn creates the appetite and the market for prostitution and human trafficking. And that's why we have to stand against it. And um, he was going out on the Super Bowl and he was going to go because that's one of the major weekends when children and, and women are trafficked. Um, and he was, it, you know, he was amazing. That was one of my favorite nights. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has a ministry called Madeline Hope Street Outreach. And he basically, they go into hotels where there's major prostitution. They give gift bags to the women and they say, Hey, do you want to get out of here? And they'll help them get out of prostitution. And he, he, he the guy is the real deal doing the stuff. Yeah, and we'd highlighted that because that was the, the weekend of the Super Bowl, wasn't it? And he was actually taking a team down to minister in L.A. at the Super Bowl because it's the busiest week of human trafficking worldwide. And he knew that that would be a busy, busy hub down there in L.A. Yeah. And we discussed the bill, SB 357, which is actually decriminalizing prostitution and, and, and Johns from loitering for prostitution. Yeah. They're, I mean, this is what's going on in California. They're decriminalizing prostitution and throwing people who did nothing violent in jail. And, like, it's madness. Yeah. Well, what are yeah. those who call good bad and bad good? Yeah. yeah. Why don't we, what, why don't we just pause here oh, we um, as we're, we're coming to the end of our hour? And let's just talk about uh, infusing some hope. I think that when we have our eyes opened, we have to get above the storm, don't we? If we stay in the slime, we'll become a swamp creature just like those that are in it. And so God calls us above, above the storm. Uh, one of the things that we're hearing, we've heard this last week, that the storm is upon us. And, and honestly, that was in uh, Trump's speech we talked about last week with the thunder on the inside of his Pennsylvania um, rally that he gave, uh, I believe that we are the storm. We as um, common people, everyday people, come up and we can be the storm that shifts things uh, as we uh, pull out and go into the deep roots of our belief systems. We call on uh, the hope that we have in God and we hold evil accountable. Uh, what do you all think about? Well, I think exposing what we have will change the topics of our prayers. You know, things to move in the spirit realm before they move in the physical. And when people are made aware of these things, then we can attack these things. And that's why we're doing We're not pushing pure uh, fear porn, but we are saying hey, these are the assignments that we yeah. need to pray against and pray down. And as we pray those things down, that's when we'll start to see change. Yeah. Prayer and action. You want to lead us? So, Father, we come in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the Wake the Bears first year. We thank yeah. you for this coverage, and we ask for another great show next week as we celebrate what you've done and how you've used us and how you are waking up Californians. You are waking the bear to the truth. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. right. So next week, we'll, next week. Uh, we'll finish them off, and then we'll have a new start for the next year. Yeah, we'll take calls next week at uh, KSCO Radio. Um, all the old shows, you can go check them out on uh, wakethebearradio.com. Yep. So. Yeah, go all to right. that website. They're all there. Thank you for supporting us, our beloved listeners. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial. Oh!